Hello guys and welcome back to Yo Balance Co. So on today's episode, I have Ellie Miles, who's a fitness professional and an ex-contestant on The Bachelor. Is that correct? Yes, that is that is me. That's all. Is that old news? Love that. And also a content creator. Um, but Ellie, why I wanted to bring you on today's episode because you've recently sparked my attention on Instagram with everything to do with your spiritual healing journey. So on your stories, posts, I'd love to talk a little bit about that. Amazing. I'm an open book, so I'm happy to dive right into this. I'm, something I'm very passionate about. It's something that's really helped me to connect more deeply into myself and get to know myself on you know such a deeper level than I could have ever possibly imagined. So you know, the, I guess anything that can help anyone else kind of delve a little bit deeper into the understanding of themselves and why they act the way they act and, you know, help them overcome some of their challenges and repetitive patterns that they play out in their life. Like anything that I can help share, I'm always happy to do so, you know. Mm, I think as well, like the most important thing is just spreading awareness that we all have it. Like, when I say like spiritual healing, I feel as though people think it's only for those who believe or are just a whoop whoop type of way to go about it. But at the end of the day, we all have the power within us to take that path. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's definitely, I don't even really kind of think of it as spirituality and, you know, that kind of woo woo thing. I know that it will get. Um, I guess labeled that the things that I do, but ultimately it just makes me feel like I'm connecting to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Deeper to my intuition and getting to know myself on a deeper yeah. level. Like I don't necessarily think of the stuff that I do as well, I guess it is, but you know, for me, it's just connecting with me at yeah. the end of the day. And having more of an understanding on why we behave a certain way. Like you said before, past traumas. So having, that understanding in our perception on literally everything so important. So for you, do you find that it started with um, pain, something happened in your life that made you kind of need to search for something? Not really. Like the start of my spiritual journey definitely, it just honestly came from me going to a retreat. And I've got this friend, his name's DJ and another friend and his name's Jeff and they have this company called Ascending Minds and they invited me along to a retreat. I'm a very spontaneous person and yeah. I'm quite adventurous. So I can, you know, quite rapidly be like, yep, I'm doing it, you know, just straight away without really giving anything too much thought. I can just dive into things. And I was invited to this retreat. I was like, for sure, let's do it. And we learned Vedic meditation. And for someone who never, ever thought it would be possible for me to meditate or be able to sit there you know and just recite a mantra over and over again it was just you know such a great tool for me to pick up and it really sparked I guess the initiation to my spiritual side and then after that you know I I got like a little bit of a glimpse of like oh this is cool like this makes me feel nice and connected to myself it is nice to slow down it is nice to be present with myself and connect to something greater and um, you know we did a lot of breath work on that retreat too so it was just really beautiful it's nice to connect with you know different kinds of people and have conversations with them and um, I just really fell in love with it and so I ended up doing a meditation course through Jeff and I ended up buying myself a deck of angel cards and 
for me to really dive into my spirituality and get to the point where I am now, that's when I did find the pain. It, it yeah. kind of happened after. So I had a little taste of the spirituality just, you know, by chance, um, just by saying yes to something. And then the pain and experiences that I've had in my life after that has made me dive much, much deeper into it. Right, yeah. And with meditation all of these things, I think it's also important to understand that they're not just a tool to apply when you are suffering or you are in pain. It's a tool to apply in your everyday life. And then to utilize it when you do go through whatever stage it is. So whether it is a breakup, whether it is financial losses, whether it is literally anything, you then utilize meditation and self-work to get past that. But we don't rely on that. And even for me, for example, I definitely, yeah, I'm guilty of that. I get comfortable. I get happy with my life and I kind of um, slack off with things like meditation, journaling. So something that I do want to ask you is you did say that you were the type of person that our minds are quite similar where they are racing and they are so frantic and you found that it would have been almost impossible for you to sit down and sit still. But now you've done a complete course and you apply it every single day. So what was the breaking point for you to change up meditation in how you did it? Was there is there a type of meditation that you do? Yeah. So it, it's called Vedic meditation and I'm not going to, I'm probably going to butcher me trying to explain it, but it's like, I think it, it originates from like India and, you know, it's quite sacred. And basically what you do 20 minutes, twice a day, you sit on down by yourself and you recite this mantra. You just follow it over and over in your head. And when you go through this meditation course, obviously you get educated around it. I've, I think I did it two or three years ago, so I don't remember much of the meditation education, but I do just remember the practice and what that I need to, what is I this, need to do Is this day. the one where you've but, got um, to make up a word and repeat it? They give you a special word. Oh, right, okay. Your guru will give you your own word yeah oh wow and the word doesn't actually hold meaning the word doesn't hold yeah. meaning so yeah. it's not going to be like sun sun love yeah because you're just going to literally think like, about the identity of that word you want no thought exactly. whatsoever so it's a word that it's a word that holds no meaning and it's meant to be like an enticing word to your mind so that your mind will just grab a hold of it and keep looping it over and over and over Mm. and the thing is about meditation and any kind of meditation that requires stillness and sitting in silence a lot of people just think like I'm just not meant to have thoughts but it's perfectly okay to have thoughts your thoughts are never going to stop you know what I mean it's just not grabbing a hold of them and running a story with them it's just like picturing them as a cloud they float in oh Mm. shit that asshole was such a prick today who looked at me and then just letting it letting float it by, slide. not yeah. actually grabbing a hold of it and then like, you know, circulating with it. So it's kind of, you just have to keep coming back to your mantra. And it helped me so much with my sleep. I used to be someone that would take two hours to fall asleep, mm-hmm. you know, and anytime that I would start to feel a bit, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? 100%. Every, anytime I start to feel a bit <laughs> fucked. <I'd>, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to swear first like, then. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify it. Yeah, what I can say, see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so all, for our listeners, mantra meditation is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, for me, I like it. A lot of other people like, you know, 
guided stuff. I've actually recently started tapping meditation and there's a cool app called Tapping Solutions. It's I think it's a little bit expensive, but I've been loving it and it mm. kind of helps you to reprogram yourself based on whatever topic you're having trouble with. So if you're like, I'm really struggling with sadness or anxiety or fear or not feeling worthy or this breakup, like has all these different categories in there that will help you tap. Oh, wow. It's so funny that you have actually spoke about that because about two weeks ago, Joel and I did our own like healing with a lady who especially tells you your future as well, which is so cool. I've done it. I've done a few sessions with her, but within this session, she literally just said to me, she was like, I feel like we need to apply some healing. And I just wanted to cry. I was like, yes, we do. And yeah, I was like, right, done. And um, throughout the session, she would get me to tap certain areas of my body and she also, because she can like, you know, vision things and read things, she was like, I'm feeling like a lot in like the, uh, the stomach area. I'm feeling a lot of stress. I'm feeling a lot of like self doubt. And we kind of like stripped away at it a little bit more and understood that a lot of my past stress and my, um, past like self doubt towards myself has been affecting my irritable bowel syndrome. So my IBS has been caused from stress. So all this trauma, all these um, things that have just been built up over time. And she literally noticed that where the self-doubt was being held, no, self-criticism, sorry. So where the self-criticism was being held was in my gut. And that's where I have like, obviously, irritable bowel syndromes. I do have a lot of issue. And then she just would get me to touch certain areas of my body, like tap them to yeah, to heal it i'll give you an update though it's only been two weeks so yeah. I'll let you know how i go <laughs> let you know if i'm cured it's amazing I really self-doubt love gone it. Yeah, easy <laughs> couple of taps and i'm fixed <laughs> yeah show me how that's done perfect <laughs> oh so with your just say your daily routine are these things that you apply every single day yep Absolutely. And like I was saying, anytime that I notice I'm feeling a bit fucked, I'm like, oh, you're not meditating anymore, bitch. I'm mm, like, that's oh, why. Okay. Is that mm. little, that little punch. And often like circling back to what you were saying before, I just wanted to add to it. It's like often I find for myself, if I'm going through a really tough time or I'm a bit stressed, I will sometimes just fall out of my practice. And like, that's when you really need to lean into it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah that's when you really need to almost double down on what you're doing to make yourself feel better. Like I know there's always going to be a bit of a grace period with whatever you're going through that you're like, nah, I'm laying on the lounge. I'm hugging this pillow. Get me my dog, get me a bowl of ice cream and just need to, you know, let yourself feel that. Mm. But, you know, there are practices that we have in our toolbox that we can do that will make you feel better. Even if you don't feel like doing them, you know, Mm. Hundred percent, and everyone can relate when it when it comes down to not wanting to apply meditation when you're in a shit headspace purely because you're just like as like no, I I literally just like you said, just want to lay down on the lounge, eat a bowl of ice cream, and dwell into my sorrows. And for me, something that has really helped is I implement kind of like more of like a ladder effect to get to meditation. So if I'm in like my depressing state, as you do, or I'm really anxious, I kind of apply other things to get me to a better state of mind to then 
want to do meditation. So for me, for example, a lot of people aren't going to relate with this, but for me, when I'm feeling anxious, I first need to apply a task that requires doing so movement because I also have ADHD so I like to keep occupied but I also do something that's very calming so for me cleaning first me thing too. I do yeah yeah good in here bleached everything yeah if if you come to my house and the whole house has been cleaned just I probably had a mental breakdown a few hours ago that's why <laughs> <laughs> but that's the first thing that I'll do is I'll clean my entire house or I'll do laundry and do a task that requires me to kind of like focus um, and just sit in my head. And then I'll, you know, um, make like a smoothie or something that's just going to make me feel good, whether it's a coffee, a smoothie, something nourishing for my body. And then after that, I'm kind of ready to apply something like meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So applying that letter effect. If my environment is scattered, I feel scattered. Mm. You know, so I totally get it if I'm like, all right, I'm feeling shitty. It's like I need to, I know I need to take care of my physical environment so I know that that's all cool, calm and collected and then I can cool, calm and collect myself. So for you, what's the number one thing to get you out of a negative headspace? I have like, I have a number of things that I like to do. The thing is... I am very aware of my thoughts. You know, I feel like I've got a pretty high level of self-awareness. A useful tool that I love to do if I'm aware that my emotions are really heightened and that my mind is just grabbing onto stories and making new stories and just Mm. dating all of these. It's such a good way to put it, by the way. Yeah, like Mm. when that happens, I I can, I notice it. I'm like, okay, some shit's going down. Why, you know? Let me just take a step back and let me observe what's going on. Mm. My emotions are high. My thoughts are going fucking crazy. I'm just going to take a step back and watch those things happen. The fact that you can actually step back and observe means that you aren't actually what's going on. Mm. That isn't you. There's just you're reacting to something and it's okay It's that, and it's all right. And, and something that I've been saying to myself lately, I'm like, I accept myself in this moment. You know, and I do find that that really helps to settle things. And then in terms of actual practices that I can do, like you said, I like to make sure my surroundings are clean. You know, I'm a bit of a neat freak. I like stuff to be tidy. And if I feel like my life is organized, my washing is done, then I can really focus on myself. And a few different um, other strategies that I love to do. Often I'll get my angels like call out to me and be like, pull a card, bitch. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, right, here we go. Connect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll light some incense. I'll do a cleanse with some Palo Santo. I'll cleanse my room, even just by practically doing something. And your intention is to get rid of the negative energy. It helps, you know, yeah, whether, well. or not. Mm. Like, whether you really believe is this woody some candles thinking out my room is it actually gonna but it it, for me it does and so it all comes down to the intention behind it as well like you said you'll literally light it with the intention of i am fucking off this negative shit i'm cleaning to fuck everything off i'm getting this space good so then i can allow 
kind of more of a good headspace to come into here. So that intention is everything. Yeah. And you can apply that intention to whatever strategy, you know, someone might do journaling and that could be Mm. their intention. I have heaps of stuff that I love to do. So I'll do that. Then I'll connect with my angels, my angel deck. I use the one from Kyle Gray and it, and it's the angel guide one. I cannot tell you how spot on that thing is with me. Like I'm so connected to those cards and it sounds really, like yeah, no, you, decks. you'll have to, you'll, yeah, you'll, I'll have to like get the link off you because ever since I had that reading for yep. me, my partner, I was like, no, nah, this shit is fucking real. Like it, this is legit. Honestly, nah, it, she was so legit that I was like, how do you know this? Like it's stuff that you can't just Google about Joel and I. So what I was like, nah, yeah, I was like, you have cameras in our house, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah yeah this isn't legit like it was just too real for it to be legit there'll even be times like i remember a lot of a lot of the time i'll be shuffling the deck and i'll just be like a, like literally a card will come into my head like one that happened recently it was like courage and bravery i was like courage and bravery no i was in the shower first i was in the shower and i was like i need to pull a bloody card and like i just yeah. in the shower i visualized myself just being cleansed of negative energy that's something i like to do in the shower as well and then i turn it on cold and i give myself a little blast and that always makes you feel a bit better obviously ice baths are a good thing as well but a cold shower is great if you're feeling mm. anxious or a cold splash of water on the face yeah and i was like i need to pull a card and i was like courage and bravery and i was like it would be funny if it was courage and bravery and you did yeah, it and i'm like yeah. shut the fuck up yeah and sometimes all you need is something to put you back into that headspace and like you said not just be living in your thoughts because our thoughts are literally just a perception of what's happening and we choose to like you said pick one down and dwell into it and it become reality or you choose to let it pass and applying things like meditation it allows you to become more self-aware become more self aware of your thoughts and what's happening and like you said with your meditation you can learn to dissect your thoughts a little bit to understand something or you can just choose to let them fucking go and majority of the time majority of our struggles and our anxiety is just lying in thoughts that don't need to be there yeah and at the end of the day like those intrusive thoughts are often your ego just trying to protect you Mm. You know, just being like you know say let me try and think of an example you know say you're at work and you know maybe you weren't included in a meeting that you thought you you should have been included and your head's like it's because they don't like you they think yeah. you're annoying they, like, they hate you you're getting yeah. fired what do you yeah. do to piss them off you're like that annoying they person. see value in me why aren't i in that meeting you yeah. know and they and honestly it's like no bitch it's just for the managers you're not a manager (laughs) (laughs) but it is and a lot of this does stem from like trauma it's either happened to you in the past where a group has done that and they've excluded you and not included you and then it's you have just carried that on and that's literally what happens yeah and then your ego is like fuck it's happening again yeah done here we go yeah Yeah. it's okay and it's like (laughs) There's so many different ways that you can uncover what these patterns are for you. For me personally, I started a therapy called kinesiology. Have you heard of that, C? No. So basically it's muscle testing. So I've got this incredible therapist that I've seen on and off for two years. I started seeing her after Bachelorette because I had um, a lot of anxiety and depression and paranoia after the show. I felt like I had a hand around my neck constantly. Oh, my God constantly it would why is it that that happens to everyone after reality tv show like yeah. 
It was that's bad. saying something. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it. But uh, you know what? I'm glad for all the. I'm grateful for all of the experiences from that experience because again, that's further thrust me into into the healing that I've been doing. So, probably around the time I went on the retreat, actually, I went and started seeing my kinesiologist and it's muscle testing. So mm. kinesiology, all these these therapists, they all have their unique kind of blend of their the modalities that they use. But essentially it's muscle testing. And so in a session with Rita that I'll go through, like you'll sit down with her and maybe chat for like 40 minutes, like a little mini therapy session, tell her what's going on, blah, blah, blah. She's writing notes like crazy. And then she'll take you into the room and then touch all these different points in your body and feel where you're holding tension and all these different mm. pressure points and get you out of your head and connected into your body. And then she'll start test. Then she'll start using what you guys discussed in that first initial chat and ask your body how it feels about it. Because often our mind doesn't know what's going on. Our, no. mind, is, our mind is making shit up all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. But your body doesn't lie. And often if you're in a situation and your mind's like, I'm fine, I'm happy here, I'm fucking, I'm cool, I'm relaxed, but you can feel that there's a knot in your stomach or there's a lump in your throat or you're tense in your shoulders, your body's not lying to you. So she has this amazing way where she actually asks your body. And that was the first, that was how I found out two years ago at the time that I thought I wasn't worthy of love. She's like, do you think you're worthy of love? I'm like, yeah. And my arm's like... Oh, wow! And I was like, "Holy fuck, this bitch!" I was like, "That's <laughs> fucking heartbreaking." That's not no, it's lying. I'm worthy. I'm worthy of love. Yeah. Fuck off. Nah, and honestly, she, you know, she helped me uncover a lot of my core issues there, just so that I could then dive deeper into them and face them, and you know, try and heal from them. Yeah, it is. It's honestly so amazing because a lot of the trauma that we do have there, we don't want to believe it's a thing. So then if we're, if, if we don't have that awareness, we cannot work on exactly. it. And you're not going to find it unless you look for it. Exactly. Exactly. So if I had any of my listeners who were interested in any of these healing practices that you have mentioned, where would they go? Like, even just to find out more about meditation. Well, I can definitely recommend my guide, Jeff Rupp. Um, he's a fantastic Vedic meditation facilitator. And, and, you know, he's such a guru. He also does Vedic astrology. So he can do like your astrology chart. And like Vedic astrology is different to Western astrology because it also takes into consideration the axis the world was on when you were born, whereas Western astrology doesn't. So you're kind of getting a little bit extra there which is really cool so jeff rupp i'll send you all the details for him rita my kinesiologist i would have to ask first if i can share her details oh. hey, promo. man you should be invoicing her <laughs> I, just have to ask. I know she is quite busy usually um but yeah i'll i'll send you the i'll send you the details through and just confirm with her whether she's sweet for me to share that yeah perfect and everything will be in the description below um if you guys are wanting to find anything more about all of them do you have anything just say if someone wanted to learn more about meditation or literally just do like i'm someone who i love to listen to youtube videos and meditate with that do you have any recommendations for something with meditation i think 
I honestly think if you're wanting to even just get into spirituality, go on a meditation retreat, like try it out and mm. like connect with people as well. Like the way I did, I really loved that. I took a friend. It was amazing. But um, of course, there's so many online resources available to you. Like there's so much on YouTube, as you said, see um, that tapping solutions uh, app. That's unreal as well. I'm trying mm. to think of what else is on there that I've used in the past. Nah, typically I'm just doing my Vedic meditation and now the tapping one as well. And and the mantra meditation, which guys, honestly, look into. It is so simple to apply. Um, And if you are someone who you do have a racing mind, this actually stops that because you are so focused on this one word with no meaning. Um, I actually did, like now that you started to speak about it, I remember that I applied it with my dad years ago and... The only issue was there is that we just Googled it. So we actually originally thought that we had to make up our own word. So after a while, this word had a meaning to me because it sounded like balloon. So then a balloon would pop into my head through meditation and just every every interaction I've ever had with a fucking balloon would come up through this meditation. So like it just didn't work how it should. So yeah, you need the, the, the monk or whoever it is to make up that word for you. It does. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Funny story. My, um, so Jeff, he was telling me a story about someone that he was, he was training, right. In training, like teaching how to meditate. Anyway, this person was Persian and the word that Jeff had given him in Persian sounded a lot like penis. Oh, shit. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. He was in his head just thinking fucking penis. He's like, look, I, uh, I really need to change my mantra (laughs) word. And he's like, why? And he's like, explained it to him and he's like oh yeah he's like it sounds like penis in my language penis over and over over. (gasps) oh stop (laughs) imagine penis (laughs) that's so much better than balloon like i could have i could have just continued with balloon like i now feel very weak that i haven't this poor guy had penis (laughs) Anyway, Ellie, thank you so much for jumping on Your Balance Co. today. Um, where can everyone find you and your socials? Just my name, Ellie Miles, but I'm spelt with a Y instead of an I-E. So E-L-L-Y-M-I-L-E-S. Thank you so much, Ellie. And I'll, I'll listen to you guys next episode. You'll be listening to me next episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, darling.